0: Welcome to our podcast. Here's Melissa, Laura,
1: and Rob.
0: Welcome to this new season, Everything One-on-One. In this episode, Rob, Laura, and I discuss about energies. What are energies? What do we re- refer to when we talk about energies? How to clean our energies? And so much more. So grab your cup of cacao And enjoy. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Hello everyone. How you doing? So for our new season 101, everything 101. Everything 101.
1: (laughs) Everything 101. (laughs) That means we are 101.
0: (laughs) Beginners. 101. Who's the one? Who's the one? Who's
2: the zero?
1: <laughs> well, I guess that uh, you two are females, so ah. you would be ones, and I'm a zero.
2: Okay. Why does your voice sound?
1: I don't know. Raspy. I don't know. It's my it's, very it's, white,
0: It's Rob's sexy it's your ba- voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your
2: sexy voice. Sorry. Right. That's yeah. weird.
1: It's the 101 energy
2: what? voice. It is not.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. There you I'm, go. I'm, There's I'm, your regular I'm, voice. I'm just feeling a little raspy in my throat today.
2: Ah. Well,
0: mm. we're going to bless... I, I need
1: to get to some of this cacao. <clears throat> Maybe exactly. that'll help uh, yes. ease the tension
0: down oh, there. The
2: cacao looks so we're good. We're going to
0: start, as usual, with blessing our cacao, and then we're going to go in a discussion about what is energy, and then how to clean or ground your energy, and so on. So if you're listening and you have your cacao ready grab your cup and if you don't have a cup just take this moment close your eyes with us and we're gonna bless the cacao together and if you're driving don't close your eyes (laughs) so grab your cup of cacao and just start to connect with this cup through your breath each inhale You can inhale the aroma of the cacao connecting with this beautiful spirit and plant. And With the exhale you exchange your energy, your essence towards this cup. And so each breath you start this connection, this becoming one, and connect with the sense of gratitude for this plant, the spirit, the ancestors, everyone who Contributed to making this gap. and I always ask the cacao to make me feel more connected, open, release what I don't need to be to carry anymore. And just ask the cacao to support our discussion today on energy, cleans and grounding. Aho. Aho. Thank you. And be careful. Mm. There's extra cayenne pepper. <laughs> All right. I I opened the wrong side extra. of the bottle instead instead Uh-oh. of the one with little holes, it was the other one. And Uh-oh. I removed <laughs> I removed quite a lot, Uh-oh. but there was still some. That's why yeah. like, normally there's not a glass of water
1: clink clink drink
0: in the table that's why you have a glass of water uh, in the table oh
2: Ooh,
1: yeah that is
2: spicy wow
1: <laughs> yeah i might need a glass of milk
2: i might have to put a little <laughs> of wow. there oh
1: man Sorry. this is going to be a long podcast <laughs> <laughs> mm, i'm actually it might be pretty pretty quick i'm not sure how much of that i can drink wow that's super spicy
2: that is well, this that is, is spicy
0: will raise our internal energy yeah
2: Mm. Actually, yeah. grab some uh, ca- cashew milk in there. Oh. Mm. That, that's
0: why I did put cashew Normally, oh, you... I do not put, um, oh. I'm, I'm, normally, I prefer to put just water. Right. But in this case, I did put almost Oh,
2: salt. did you? Ca-
0: maybe, oh, no, I you might put a little milk. bit more
2: in mine. <laughs> I know. Because I can feel I'm it sorry. tickling the back of my throat. <laughs> And if uh, I want to be of use to this podcast today, I will wow. put a little bit
0: more. Much cream. better than how I was at first.
2: And I made this cashew milk out of cashews just the other day. So
0: it's You've fresh. You made it
2: out of cashews? I did.
0: Wow, is cow's milk made out of cows? <laughs> so energy. There's, there's really a lot to say about energies and there's different traditions in particular and right i'm thinking of the yogi tradition but like everywhere around the, the world traditions or even new age people if you want to use that label or like people that can feel energy they all have their own explanation about what is mm-hmm. what are energies right even even quantum mechanics even science right now entering the realm on explaining more about what energy spiritual people have always talked about about Mm -hmm. energy.
2: Yeah, all right, so energy 101. Let's talk about the definition of energy. So it says energy is the capacity or power to do work, such as the capacity to move an object of a given mass by the application of force. Energy can exist in a variety of forms such as electrical, mechanical, chemical, thermal, or nuclear, and can, be, and can be transformed from one form to another.
1: E equals mc squared, m being the speed of light.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, quantum mechanics so- also explain how everything in existence is from energy, right? It's a vibration, it's an energy. So there's even matter what what rob was just like uh, reminding us by the einstein formula if a matter is energy everything is energy on energy states that to us sometimes feel more like matter and sometimes it's more subtle but it's still on the energy and we can yeah. all
1: we can all feel our own energy you know mm-hmm. um, it's a You know, it's an interesting thing because your body produces energy. So you can feel the amount of energy that your body produces. Go have, you know, energy drink or some caffeine and you'll feel lots of energy pouring through you. Cayenne pepper. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that gives you a different kind of energy. (laughs) Um, You know, all foods give you different kinds of energy. Some things zap your energy. So that's those are the energies that you're producing that you're feeling organically.
3: Mm-hmm. And then
1: there's the energies that you are feeling. Mm-hmm. And that is you walk into a room and like, oh, the crowd's electric. Or, you know, the energy is someone really brings down the room. There are these external energy fields mm-hmm. that we can all feel as well. And, you know, then yeah. the trick is to try to figure out what's what. What's your energy? What's someone else's energy? What's collective energy? Mm -hmm. And once you start understanding, you know, what the energy is and where it's coming from, you have to determine whether it's good for you or bad for you and then what to do about it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, on top of that, you've got the energy not only that's around you, but also in, like, thoughts and emotions carry energy Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So... You have, it's, it's all layered. Energy's in everything. So it, everything is made up of energy. Mm-hmm. And so um, our ability to resonate with it, to feel it, to, to work with it, to manipulate it um, really is key, especially when it comes to doing ceremonies yeah. with plant
0: medicine. Yeah, this the ener- The topic of energy is so vast because also, as Rob was saying, like we create, our, we have our own energy, and it, like for example, the, the heart energy or the brain energy, it's also like can be, um, can be, how you call it, like me- measured. Can be measured mm-hmm. with hertz, and the heart is like a powerhouse of energy. And the brain as well So we, we are definitely like a, a battery of energy mm-hmm. And then the food as you were saying That's why like in yogi tradition Food is uh, In pr- uh, positive prana, negative prana Or neutral prana And um, by prana means like your energy Or mm-hmm. part of your energy body if you want And, and so there's food that can Support you in raising your positive energy the, that is positive plan that raise your energy in a positive way, so that makes you feel more active and other food that will make you feel more like that you need to take a nap, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. example, but then what Laura was saying here is also like what we when we go into a room or like in ceremony what we feel as energy, it will be the more subtle um the more subtle manifestation of energy. Because it's, it's, if everything is energy, and it is, so we have matter, so physical body, or food body, in yogi system. Then we have the mental body, and that's already something that in ceremony we can hear or feel other people's thoughts. And mm-hmm. then the energy body. So probably more, we can focus more on what we feel more in ceremony or when we enter in the room are more these other two. Mm-hmm. the mental and the energy body of others. You
1: think it would be uh, good to just give a quick overview of the energy centers and the chakras in the body?
2: Probably. Uh, there's, so there's so yeah. much to say about right? energies. Yeah, so yeah. in terms of the human body, we have seven chakras, mm-hmm. chakras. or en- energy centers, yeah. right? The first one being the root chakra, mm-hmm. which is located down by the perine- perineum. Um, Mm -hmm. Sort of (laughs) like where you're the base of your, your butt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right?
1: (laughs) Coccyx, Your Mm -hmm. tailbone. Mm -hmm. The thing you sit on.
2: right?
1: (laughs) Not sure why I had an accent for that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the, the root chakra and it's, the root chakra is known for like when it's in balance, you feel very grounded and stable, um, rooted into your sort of your surroundings, Right. Anything mm-hmm. else you wanna generally say about that? Safety safety. safety, yeah, exactly.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, it's a it's
1: a very physical, earthbound kind of energy.
2: Yeah, and um I think it's the color is red. Red, red dark red. Right? Yeah. It's a mala malhadara.
0: Yeah.
1: Mala mahadara.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> Right at the very so end.
1: You laughing because I got it right or wrong.
2: Yeah. So if you follow it's
1: your
0: It's
2: perfect bro. I have a hard
1: you time understanding it. your English, more or less other words and <laughs> other languages. Yeah.
2: You're funny. Sorry. All right. So then you've got so you got the root chakra which is right at the base of your spine, like all the way down at the very end. And then you go up To the next energy center, which is the sacral chakra, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is located kind of right underneath your belly button area. And it's, um, the color is orange, Orange. right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And it's the...
1: Vadishtana. Vadishtana. Right. No laughing on that one. that is the center Uh, of your sexual energy...
2: Creative energy
1: Creative energy.
2: Yeah. That's all good stuff. <laughs> all good stuff. And then the third energy center.
1: Would be your sacral.
2: Right? The, we just did sacral. Solar, solar plexus. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, solar going, plexus. Yeah. We're going up. We're going we up. We're going up. So the solar plexus is, is right where your stomach is. So up, like two inches above your belly button or,
1: or three, four. Your, yeah, your gut feelings come yeah. from there.
2: Yeah, actually your intuition like mm-hmm. when people call it intuition, but it's also mm-hmm. it the energy lives sort of in that area, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's yellow.
0: Yeah, it's the it, color associated with that chakra. Yeah, so it's the center of like it's energy, power, it's the center of your identity. Like the right. ego, but not like the ego as we normally hear on mm-hmm. like um on let's say common talk. It's the ego in the sense the personality, your identity that you are here. So sometimes mm-hmm. when you have low self-esteem there's a problem with your solar chakra also. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: Aren't there a lot of uh, like uh, like health kind of related energies in that area as far as you know food and energy yeah. and digestion mm-hmm. and, and all yeah. those things.
2: Yeah. Yes. So when you're like when people say like feel into your body for your intuition like a lot of times um like I there's a practice that I use where if I'm feeling into a situation or whatever, I will check that chakra mm-hmm. um, to see how I feel in my stomach. Like, how does my stomach feel? And that will guide me into knowing, like, what to do. I mean, it's just a way to check in, yeah. at least for me. And, you know, um, if, you,
1: if you're not really aware like of this stuff gut. and kind of picking this up and the one's good for you, you know, there are little keys and clues to these energy centers. So butterflies... You know, when you get that feeling kind of in there, that's, that's where that energy center is located. It's right mm-hmm. there, right in the middle of your body.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's your gut feeling. Yeah. But that's the, the chakra you're actually checking into. And so the Sanskrit name is Manipura.
0: Manipura. Manipura.
3: Manipura.
2: Manipura. Yeah,
1: two thumbs up.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: Ho, ho, ha, ha, ha.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Our next chakra... Um, energy center up from there is our heart. Mm-hmm. The heart chakra, right? Heart
1: chakra. Green ray. Green. Yes.
2: hatta. Green. And, of course, I think everyone understands what, what the heart is about. So we, yeah. I don't know if we necessarily need to talk too much about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I always found strange that it's no. the green color.
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we always, we would draw heart. You would think it would be red. With red. the red. No, but it's, it's green. green. But it's beautiful. Yeah. It's green like Mother Earth.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, but that's where we feel a lot of things. And then you go up again to our next energy center, which is the throat chakra. Mm-hmm. Right? Suddha, And then that's the blue color.
1: That's your communication center. Your yeah. energy that helps you understand and communicate and speak your truth and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh. all those different aspects of your life come from there. And uh, to help you kind of figure out where that is, you ever get a lump in your throat, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. almost about to cry, yeah. and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. get overklemped. Yeah. That's where it is.
2: <laughs> that yeah. is true. Yeah. And then the last one is the crown chakra, which the, is at the, the top third of the head. Yeah. The oh, sorry, one. no, was, you're right, sorry, I missed the third eye. The <laughs> third eye, which is in your, like, right where your forehead,
3: yeah. it kind of goes your through eyebrows. your forehead, right
2: in the back of your head, but yeah. But it's, yeah, uh, between the eyes, it's the indigo color. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and
0: as, as Laura was saying, like, it's like in between your eyebrow, but actually it refers to the pineal the gland, The right? pineal gland, which, which is, is actually like, in the middle Yeah, of your it's brain. sort of like
2: in the middle of our the skull. The
1: center of your brain. <laughs> that's where the energy lies well
2: yeah so like um, I think Joe Dispenza uh, when he says to identify where your pineal gland is you kind of draw from the base of your skull Uh a line from the base of your skull to like between your eyes and in the middle of that is pretty much where your pineal Mm. gland is that's interesting because I also like uh,
0: here like the 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 female Manifestation of the third eye is in the back of your skull mm-hmm. and the male manifestation. So it's in between your eyebrow, you know, so that's mm-hmm. interesting that he is, is pointing out the same points to find it in your brain. To find, so, yeah, mm-hmm. to visualize it like in your head. Yeah.
2: But yeah, so that, that third eye, that's our intuition, it tells us everything, like, to, yeah. to, it gives us access to the mystical, it gives us as, access to the, the magic yeah. that can be in, um, in and around us. To a better vision of yeah. the truth. Mm-hmm. It is
1: your mind's eye, like yeah. when you see something in your mm-hmm. mind, it is right there in your third
2: eye. Well, it's interesting that you say that, because that's actually like clairvoyance, Right.
1: Yeah, well, that, I mean... So just, all, so
2: the, the ability, psychic abilities, you know, can stem from this area. Yeah.
3: Sure, of yeah.
2: course. Yeah, so it's a beautiful area to activate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially in this, sp- anyone who's spiritual, that most people want to activate their third eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one is the crown chakra. Ta-da! No! <laughs> no. Okay, around no. here. Sahasrara.
0: Sahasrara.
2: Yeah, good job. Good bro. job. And that's a violet color. So the third eye was indigo, and the crown is a violet. Yes. Beautiful color. So, um, and so those are our energy centers. And that also
0: corresponds to another gland, the, yeah. the crown chakra. The pi- 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 Pit, <laughs> okay. pituitary. Pituitary. Helps me in here. Pituitary. Pituitary. <laughs>
1: pituitary. Yes. <laughs> the
0: pituitary gland Pituitary gland so, so again here what's interesting Is that this energy center Also corresponds to something That is uh, matter mm-hmm. So all these energy centers If you check our nervous systems Our all the nerves
2: It goes all that, up and down our spine Many more
0: nerves that like Actually meet in each of these chakras. so mm-hmm. there is An actual matter Correspondence to these energy centers so once again right we have something like there is more dense in energy and it becomes matter mm-hmm. and then you have a more subtle
2: energies right so now that we know about the energy centers in our body now how does that correspond to how we feel energy or you know interact with energy that's around us especially in mm-hmm. Um, like a plant ceremony.
1: Mm, well, I think the first step is for, <clears> you know, <throat> since this is the 101 episode, would be just to be aware of it in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, I spend most of my life completely unaware of all of these energies. I might right. get a stomach ache or, I, you know, might find it hard to speak at a moment, but I never actually tied it to... Any type of an energy, an energetic feeling, a place in my body, an energy center, and never would that have crossed my mind. It was just a condition that I was inflicted with.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess I was more so a victim of yeah. you know this particular whatever it was. I but think in most reality are like that,
2: though.
1: M- right, yeah. yeah, but in I mean- but in reality, it's our own energy that's welling up that we're unaware of, and it's impairing a certain energy center and causing some type of reaction.
0: mm mm-hmm. Yes. Know, in,
1: in reality, in the big picture.
0: Yeah. When our energy centers are unbalanced. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, maybe we can use a metaphor of like an electric circuit. hmm And so if in, a, in a, an electric circuit, there is like parts that are like either surcharge or like the energy doesn't pass right, mm-hmm. the whole circuit then it gets, like, it doesn't work well. So it mm-hmm. can get, like, a court circuit or it can stop working
2: mm-hmm. or any other situation. Right. And the same thing holds true for us. So if you have an, you know, a chakra that's not balanced, then, you're like, for example, the root chakra. If your root chakra is inactive, um, meaning you, it, it, you, there's not a lot of energy around that root chakra right then you're going to have feelings of um insecurity mm-hmm. not you know not being safe not being grounded um you could be like very flighty airy um not really in the present moment mm-hmm. right
1: in your mind not you know you're worried about something in the past or the future
2: yeah exactly but at the same time and also you can have an overactive mm-hmm. chakra where you um like, I, for, again, for the root. Like, if it, the, if it's overactive... Was you like, too present?
1: <laughs> like, my but lazy actually, sitting on the couch doing nothing all day, just
3: rooting?
2: If you get... Oh, I think they... I would have to look into it, I, actually. I was going to... What I was going to say with overactive um, root chakra, when you have too much... Like, with that, when that sh- chakra is, like, too much energy is there, yeah, then you're actually... You're, again, not present... Because you, you're not in balance, so you're not in the present moment, but you actually go to the exact opposite range, right? You're actually like not rooted in this, so you're like way out into the Netherlands, like you're not really s- staying here. Mm.
1: The Netherlands. Again. I don't know. You Nether regions. That, you, you talk ether. about the Netherlands a lot.
2: I, I always say <laughs> Netherlands. I'm s-
1: <laughs> all right. ether, ether. No. Ah. Oh. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I do. I do. I, I
2: don't is that right? Let me look it up. Mhm. Yeah. Well, um, we're
1: going back to your original question. But you see like, what I'm uh, saying? Where do you start? Is that awareness, right? How, uh, how do you identify correct. that something going on in your life or in your psyche or in your physical body is actually some form of energy acting out? And energy acts out in lots of different ways. You metabolize oh, energy through your body, through digestion, or you plug an electrical cord into an outlet in the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, there's magnetic fields, which is all part of the electromagnetic spectrum. There's light. I mean, everything is energy. So yes. being aware of it is really the first step. And, and for me, being aware of any aspect of my energy body... Um, boy, man, that took a long time for me okay. to figure out. I mean, I just started doing meditation when I was, yeah. you know, younger. You know, I did it a bunch in, in my teens and 20s. Um, and i was always been familiar with energy centers. But not until much later in life that I actually really start to feel these energy centers and understand that, you know, I impact them and I'm not a victim of them. You know, there's not, it's not like I'm sitting around controlling them like I'm some fucking wizard or something, but <laughs> you know, there are certain things that you can do in your daily practice and your routines that impact, you know, how you feel in general, energetically in all of these centers.
2: Mhm. All right. So I'm just going to, I actually, um, reversed when I was talking about the root chakra. So an underactive root chakra is when they're in the Netherlands. <laughs> no. When they're actually, um, when they daydream. When
1: they're, they're Dutch at that time? <laughs>
2: when, people, when people daydream, they're not paying attention. They're not in the here and now. You know, they, they have poor concentration, you know, that kind of thing. Um, feeling disconnected, very spacey. Mm-hmm. That's an underactive... And then the opposite, when they're feeling very fearful, when you have a lot of anxiety, when you actually um, are in like very much of a, a survival mode, you know the, the fight or flight mode, you know when you're in that sort of mode, um, when you're not feeling safe, that kind of thing is when it's overactive. So just wanted to clarify, I, I had reversed it. Reversed
1: <laughs> for all of you out there, that's the overactive uh, chakra disorder.
2: What? Overactive what? There's a well, thing well, called that. Well, Overactive uh, chakra. We're making disorder? it up now, yeah. Ors. No, don't make that yeah, up. Uh, yeah. These are one-on-one people listening. They're gonna believe you. All right. Don't believe Rob.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ors is a thing. Laura just described it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Blame me. Am I staying still in the? That's that's good that we are talking about like your chakra system, your own energy. Yeah. That's definitely uh, a good starting point to. As as everything mm-hmm. in life, start about start working on yourself first.
2: Exactly, always always mm-hmm. look at yourself and see what's in balance, what's not in balance. Mm-hmm. What do you need to work on? What should you heal? Yeah, and our bodies tell us everything we need to know. Literally, um, it physically will tell you everything you need to know. You'll feel like, you know, maybe um, physically you might feel nauseated or sick or. Pake, aims, aches and pains, um, lethargic. Yes, you know. So our bodies tell us, and then on top of that, you know, our emotions they tell us too. So between how we're feeling, our emotions are we are we tired? Are we sad? Are we anxious? How are we feeling? Our emotions tell us, and then our physical body will tell us, and that gives us a lot of clues. Mm-hmm. So. I yeah. think our
1: and it's hidden in our language too. I mean, mm-hmm. things like "get your ass in gear." Well, your ass is your root chakra, you know. Or, <laughs> you know, you can feel it in what? your you can feel it in your gut. You get a lump in your throat. Um, oh, yeah. You know, there's all these different pointers that mm-hmm. you know. There are things that are happening in your life that. You know, these subtle words describe where that energy center is and yeah. what kind of energy mm-hmm. you need to apply to that situation. Yeah. You know, I know you guys laugh at me, but words <laughs> are powerful.
0: That, that is true.
2: I
1: totally agree. Powerful. No, it, words
2: are powerful. They, mm-hmm. they, there's a, a, a large energy, a, a it, lot of energy that yes. goes with You
1: that. know what else is powerful? The amount of spice in this—how? I know. Yes, <laughs> there's like, definitely a
2: lot of spice.
1: Here's an update, you know, for anyone listening who cares. I am maybe a half an inch down on my cup, <laughs> which usually I'm almost done at this point, man. You know? And I'm and I'm, I'm sweating. I'm
2: halfway done. I am sweating a lot. This cayenne pepper's I'm, I'm got for my a, a my towel system going. My brow. This man. is like a uh, body cleans this yeah.
0: taco.
1: Well, <laughs> so, like you sweat it out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's a the, yeah it's exactly. It's the
1: virtual sauna. <laughs> <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> oh, Instead it's
0: of good. infrared, this ca- cayenne pepper sauna. So,
1: hey, you know, totally off topic. We did see something that says that when you have really spicy stuff, it cools you off. You <laughs> don't feel cooler because you're sweating, but your actual physical body temperature lowers because you mm-hmm. perspire and lose heat. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. oh, that
2: makes sense. Mm-hmm. True. Look at like
0: you.
2: It, He's wiping away his brow. Okay.
1: Yeah, man. My, my eyeballs are sweating.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, but okay. the, <clears throat> the chakra system also. Um, yeah, when you start exploring that infidelity center, there's a couple of things to remember. One thing is... So to address his center, un- unbalanced, if there's any imbalance, uh, there is a multiple approach. It's like a mm-hmm. holistic approach that goes from food... Like yoga, exercise, uh, and and most of the time, my experiences always start looking from the most simple thing that could be, instead of going for the the most complicated part. Mm,
1: and you're speaking Sometimes, my language. That's, yeah, that's called Occam's razor.
0: Sometimes it really could be just like a minor adjustment, mm-hmm. very minor, and that's what it's making yes. uh, the whole thing like uh, as, like. Easy example. I recently started sleeping like without pillows because I would always wake up with some neck pain, and I just it was just a minor adjustment, just no pillow. For example. Yeah.
1: You're savage, man. You sleep with no pillow.
0: Well, if you wake up with a neck pain each morning, it's very it's much better than no pillow. I don't know if I can <laughs> do that. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> saying it was not like a big life change or it was just a minor. A minor change And that's what I'm saying Like start looking for What could be a minor change that, that may be it It's not maybe anything big Yeah And it's Maybe you do a lot of Little thing Unconsciously That affecting You in some way And you know They add up And so the end you have this big imbalance But actually It's just minor changes mm-hmm. So that would be one thing The other thing is In the yogi system They always explain Like you can work on the first, uh, on the f- first fourth chakra up to the heart chakra, the other three would just work itself. So you just focus on the first four chakra to open them and and allow this energy to come through, and the other just as a cons- consequence. So or you consequence. can't
1: you can't work on your throat chakra.
0: No. Yes, yes you, well, can, you can, but it's just like you focus on the first the other three take care of itself
2: yeah yeah which is actually really true when you think about it it's like when you when you think about all the problems that we tend to have in life um if you work on especially the root chakra and and how you're feeling like and, and even the and the solar plexus too Mm-hmm. Um, when you work on those two, at least for me personally, when, when, when I'm in balance or if I'm not feeling right, if I work on those two and I, I really get myself, the, the rest of it sort of kind of works. It just, I don't know. It just comes into balance.
1: <laughs> I have to give that a try. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to shake people because I can't really get my point across to them. Uh, You know, go figure. You know, I'm working on my uh, solar plexus and mm sacral We'll fix that.
0: Mm -hmm. I've got some cayenne pepper in my eye. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. How did that happen? The podcast
1: is spiraling out of control.
0: (laughs) Too much cayenne. Too much (laughs) cayenne. (laughs) I tried to remove with my hands. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh.
2: Oh, no. All right. So... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you're
1: a man, I would suggest not going to the restroom <laughs> without washing your hands first.
2: No, not when you touch. cotton. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that would not be I, good. I did wash, but it's just they... anyway. Um, but
0: you definitely so, can work on your throat chakra, like with man, there's a lot of techniques. Of
2: course, you but, can work on yeah. all your chakras technically. But, yeah. But it's nice to know but, that if you you can just focus on the first four, make it easy. <laughs> but really, when you when you talk to to people when they're struggling, when they're really working on things, it's really in the first four that that they needed to start their healing process in.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um, and then you, then once you get those, you know, in balance, the it, it sort of automatically helps balance the other yeah. ones.
1: Uh, like it makes I it said, easier
2: to balance the other ones. I should I say.
1: shall give it a try.
2: Mm-hmm. You've never tried it.
1: Well, I've I've never tried that with respect to you know working on communications. So here's
2: it. You know, so. so so here's a, here's a technique that I use to check on my chakras is I use a pendulum. Yeah. And you take your pendulum. I don't know if, I've, if if anyone else has one, but you know the the pendulum we have, which is the crystal that's on our. That, it's like
1: spooky witchcraft
2: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Anyway. It totally
1: is. Go to any witchcraft store. You know, but, you can get wands and other kinds of potions. Yeah. And they have pendulums. <laughs> oh my
2: goodness. But anyway, I can... you. I put, have
1: one. It's beautiful.
2: We have several. Anyway, we, you put the pendulum over your chakra. And depending on how it moves, which direction it's moving in, it can show you if it's in um, alignment or if if it's overactive or or underactive. And then from there, then you can try, you know, doing what you need to do to fix that. Hmm. So I know we also have, we have um, a certain little, I think it's, I, I, what is it called? Like uh, tinctures, and you yeah, can yeah. smell
1: your chakra oils.
2: Yeah, they're like little like essential oils, if you will, um, mm-hmm. that you can smell to help balance your chakras. Mm-hmm. But you can also obviously do other things to balance your chakras as well, like mm-hmm. actual work, like integration,
0: oh, food, and such. Yoga, food, exactly. Some yoga moves, specifically mm-hmm. yeah. chakra
2: mantras, moving the energy. Can't yes.
0: have a,
1: a conversation about this without bringing up Reiki.
2: Yeah, so, you, you can know, do. The, there's so many ways the, to move energy.
1: The, the ancient but, practice of energy movement that mm-hmm. came from Japan, mm. and it involves, you know, a practitioner, you know, doing particular movements over and around your body in order to manipulate the energy fields. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know a whole lot about Reiki, so this is not a Reiki 101. This is more <laughs> just acknowledging that it's there and it exists. And if you're interested in, mm. you know, more in-depth energy, world, <coughs> Ooh, you know, kind uh, of news. look up look up Reiki.
2: Yeah, R- there's several R-E-K-I. ways to move energy. Um, and I don't think there's any right or wrong way, as long as, I mean, for each person. I, mean, I think there's a, you know, every person has a different way. Mm-hmm. I think that they resonate um, within themselves on how to move the energy that's within their bodies. And um, when you don't know how to do that at first, then you can go to other people that can assist you, um, energy healers, if you will. But um, when you become um, good at manipulating energy within your own body, like as you start working with energy, then you can do it for yourself. And um, I think it's really important to do that, especially in understanding how your body feels um, especially if you're going to work in like a ceremony setting to have your energy cleared, have your energy feeling good um, before you go into ceremony to assist yeah. others. So how about ceremonies? Um, in ceremonies,
0: or also like when you enter in a room, which want, mm-hmm. but mostly let's the, the, the stick with ceremony because it's more of what we know. In ceremony, when we clean the space, we clean the tool, you, we We clean each participant or or each participant clean themselves. So here it's not like a a chakra um, balancing or cleansing. It's more, we talk about a more subtle energy at this point. Mm -hmm.
1: You're talking about how the energy field is making you feel. Mm. Correct. Like the external. It's not your internal energy, even though it could be. But more so it's that...
2: It's what's around you. You know, the
1: energy field of everything yeah. else and how your body, your antenna is picking up mm-hmm. what, you're, yeah. what you're feeling.
0: Yeah, and this, we can call it aura. Some people call it mm-hmm. aura just to make it maybe more clear to some listener. listener.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you definitely go into another room, you're feeling the energy that's within the room, Mm -hmm. which is actually just a a compilation of the energy of all the people that are in the room. So um, some energy can be uh, more dense than others. Yeah, Imagine a funeral. Yeah, Yeah. right? Right. Um, So it's just one of those things where you, you can pick up on it, but you have to be aware... Um, like what you were saying before, Rob, that you did just don't, you weren't aware of energy before. And, and mm-hmm. over the years now, you've now become more aware of the energy. Mm-hmm. The energy is the same, has always been the same. Mm-hmm. Your awareness of the energy has yes. changed.
1: Mm-hmm. And, right? you, and your ability to process and manage and handle yeah. and mm-hmm. navigate through the energy. I mean, the en- energy flows a lot like water flows. Mm-hmm. You jump into a river And it's really strong. You need to be able to know how to navigate those streams and those currents.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, And energy is a lot like that. There are real high energy dynamic and active environments that, you know, I mean, some people might work in those environments. Um, You know, you you think of uh, a trading floor at a commodities exchange. I mean, massively amounts of, you know, tons of energy. (laughs) <laughs> that's really flowing through the yeah. high pressure situations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's an extreme example, but there are many more subtle ones.
2: Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's when we talk about um, ceremonies, it's really and you need to pay attention to the energy that's in the room so that um, you you don't want like a chaotic energy. You don't want something that's very dent like very harsh and dense and low a lower vibrational energy to be in the room because um when you're journeying when you're un- under the plant medicines in that space if you latch on to that it can create a very difficult um journey for you mm-hmm. those low right? energies
1: can suck you in and pull you on. yeah
2: you know so um it's it's very much up to the facilitator, the person who is managing um, the ceremony or leading the ceremony to pay attention to the energy in the space and, and mm-hmm. do what they can to cleanse that energy, to keep it at a higher vibration, to ensure that you know the, the more sort of um, higher, lighter vibrational energies are available to the people mm-hmm. um, while they're journeying. Yeah, and it's, so that's why like at first,
0: all the tools are clean, all the mm-hmm. people are clean. So, like, uh, sort of create like a. Uh, start off at a very high vibration, yeah, everything white is clean. Canva, yeah, mm-hmm. high vibration, yeah. neutral, and also yeah. uh, creates a uh, shield of protection at yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's how we always start. Exactly. exactly. Like, cleaning the space, clean the people, cleaning the tools. So, it's like, uh, yeah, sometimes I like to use the metaphor of like a surgical room. You know, mm-hmm. like anything, it's like also the bacteria, the viruses here, we don't see with our naked eye. Mm-hmm. So, but they're there. So you want uh, to clean the space, to clean that surgical room. Right. You know, to make it like uh, great, perfect for a surgery to happen. Right. And, and that's why then all the people that enter, yeah, the doctors, the nurses, the assistants, the patient they all go through that. Right. Mm-hmm. So like this metaphor because like a, it makes it, it makes us see what will be something energetic that it's harder to maybe grasp for someone who never felt mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, but on that same token, you know, um, you constantly Need to clean the space, yes, right? Cause at the same just time, because just yes. because you clean it in the beginning doesn't wow. mean it's going to stay clean, yes, right? Exactly. Especially in, in the ceremony setting when you've got people going into different facets of their journeys, yes. and some may be going into different realms mm-hmm. and talking to different spirits and bringing that into the space. so um, And it, releasing. And releasing, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of releasing, obviously, mm-hmm. during the ceremony. Yeah. So they're releasing that energy into the space. Mm-hmm. So it really is up to the facilitator, the people leading ceremony, to... Maintain that higher vibrational energy to clean the space, so that the the, the space does not contain any of those lower vibrational energies. Um, and yeah. it's yeah. going
1: to happen. I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole purpose of the ceremony is to get that stuff to bubble up and come on out. Yeah. It
2: has to come out. Yeah. And as
0: Rob was saying, like it's like a river. Those mm-hmm. energy then will come up as a river, and that's why like you are constantly cleaning them. Mm-hmm. So that the moves and go to the light lowers mm-hmm. vibration goes the ha- are
2: transmuted
0: to highest mm-hmm. vibration. And right. that's the work that is done.
2: Right. And in the setting for like Shipibo ceremonies, isn't it the ikaros that move that energy? Yes. Right? The ikaros, so, and then mm-hmm. always the use of Mapacho,
0: Florida water. Those are the main tools. Yeah. But yeah, in all traditions... Um, they use Icarus, or so medicine songs mm-hmm. to move the energies, mm-hmm. and then they use some others tools that can be um, the fire. In some mm-hmm. people, we don't have fire, but others use the fire, the fire to mm-hmm. clean. Yeah. And then tobacco, in many shape or forms, is yep. used, like from rapé to mapacho, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, agua de florida, so some. Some the Florida water.
2: Florida water is an important
0: spray, I would say. Like, yeah. So it's always with some plants that mm-hmm. are called in to, to help this cleanse. Water. Yeah.
2: So it's really you know, really important to note that that yeah, well, you need those tools. want to
1: want to go back to what you said first, which was music. Mm. I mean music is literally the transferring of energy. It's a sound that one person makes and goes to another, right?
2: Yeah. So uh, music carries a frequency, Mm -hmm. like all the different notes are on a specific frequency, and those frequencies carry knowledge and wisdom, Mm -hmm. right? And when we put them together, in like ekos or in in music in general, mantras, Mm -hmm. mantras, exactly other tradition, Mm -hmm. mantras, mantras are also essential. to... Bring in different kind of exactly. It allows for that energy to, to sort of be moved, transmuted, you know, that kind of thing. Um,
1: Music carries a tremendous yeah. amount of energy. I mean, if you're not really aware of that, you had to go to a symphony and then go to see Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. Um, the, 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 You'll the, feel the, different. The, the energetic feeling is very, mm-hmm. very different and it's quite amazing. Yeah. So, you know, use that as a tool and there may be moments where, you know, if you really like Metallica <laughs> and you turn it on, energetically you might not be in the same frame of mind to where it's going to really feel good to listening to it and you might need to listen to something a little bit different. Or maybe something like that, you've had a shift and it just doesn't resonate with you at all anymore, but... I don't know. For me and Laura, the the, the longer we kind of do this work, the more we listen to mostly medicine music, mm-hmm. high vibration, good messages. Yeah. Um,
2: but in uh, well, that's just in general. I think in ceremony though, it's there's a difference, right? So when you've got these echoes that that bring up, oh yes, um, s- this energy, and you're feeling agitated, for example, in ceremony. Um, you actually want to lean into that energy and release it. You don't want to, um, it's doing it purposely, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, that particular Icaro is bringing that up so that you can release it. It's not bringing it up so that you can say, Oh, I don't like ikaros anymore. I'm not going to listen to them. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: That goes way beyond just the Icaro. Anything comes up in ceremony, especially when it's your thought. Yeah, you know, especially but I just wanted about another person.
2: I just wanted people to understand because you were saying, hey, listen to Metallica. And if you don't resonate with it, then stop. Right. Like, I don't want them to take that and, and put it into the medicine space when in, me- in the medicine space, when something is brought up, when you're under the medicine, lean into okay. it. That yes. discomfort is supposed to be there for you to release, mm-hmm. not for you to say, oh, ecros are bad because they mm. they made me angry. No, they made you angry for a reason. Lean into yeah. why. Yeah, yeah.
0: Follow <laughs> yeah. that. And that that's focus on that, that,
2: that means they's taking the anger out. Correct. Right? It's brought up for a reason. So I just wanted people to understand that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely has a Icarus as well as mantra. Mm-hmm. They have a, a highest, let's say, technology into them mm-hmm. that for a for a particular purpose, that's why they have been channeled from spirits. Mm-hmm. Um so from the Icarus from plant spirits and then passed down from a maestro to their students or then directly given from the plants. Mm-hmm. And the same is true for mantras. Mantras are have been like given by highest energy or goddess, god gods, eh, to some guru that channeled and then pass it down to his disciple. Yeah. Yeah. For example, I was listening yesterday to the guru and he was saying like how it did not want to study Sanskrit at first. Right. But then he went to Him- Himalaya because he just wanted to be like very pure channel and not be influenced by um, the spiritual... Uh, stories of tradition, but like being very clear in his vision. Hmm. But he went to the Himalaya, where it is said that many gurus, their energy is there. So if you go there, they just they're still there teaching you. Oh, and he was there, and he just started singing a mantra in Sanskrit.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
0: That was. That's when interesting. Yeah. So that's. So, again, so mantras and and, and probably uh, there are other traditions like oh, sure. that. They use mm-hmm. the songs. I'm sure in Africa or other like traditions that channel mm-hmm. those kind of music. Those music definitely have a highest vibration yeah. and uh, their technology for something more right. than other music. But overall, all music is definitely, I think, channeled from the divine anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm, sure. I mean, you yeah. get
1: the monks chanting and yes. church choirs.
0: And, and also, it's always
1: been a, a very important part of yes. connecting with the divine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Gregorian uh, uh, chants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also like what Rob was saying about uh, about like music. I wanted to add like there are research of how like music like stimulates part of our brain, and like like classical music and in particular Mozart really helps with your logical analytical brain Mm. so if you're studying or doing any kind of logical task your performance will be enhanced by listening to mozart Mm -hmm. and the same is true for cows cows i mean for not but the same is true they're not gonna perform mathematical
2: (laughs) tasks but they're gonna produce more milk listening to mozart oh really yes (laughs) But it just, but see, that makes sense because your bodies react to whether you're an animal or a human, yes. your bodies are going to react to the environment, to the energy that's around you. And in this case, to the music, the energy that the music communicates to you, your body. So that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah. Right,
1: frequency. Yeah. And I also, mean,
2: like trance states mm-hmm. can
0: be um, stimulated by such a kind of music. You know, mm-hmm. we know mostly with like more rhythmic drums. Yeah. And even like uh, the story of Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna was able to uh, stimulate this transcendent and states in people and himself. And so pave his way to enlightenment through music and tran- transcendence. Mm-hmm. I mean, cool. you even
1: see that in our modern culture with people in the uh, EDC and electronic oh, yeah. music. Mm mm-hmm. Um, that is all about energy. Yes. I mean, that is a very energetic environment. In yeah. fact, I don't know if I can That's like go to too one much energy for yeah, me. I'd be, I'd be like short circuiting and smiling.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's only a certain amount of energy I can take. Yeah. But what about like something like binaural beats? Ooh. Like, I mean, mm. where so, you're hearing in different parts of like, yeah, the beats in that. different sides of your, I don't know, so brain? I've, um... Ears so those of you
1: listening, I did a meditation uh, practice that was a seven and a half year course that was binaural beats, um, and what happens is is they send a tone into each ear at slightly different timing, like milliseconds off, and the right side of your brain and the left side of your brain have to. Um, reconcile that this sound is actually the same sound Mm. um and it's coming from different sides of the brain through the same ears and what you're doing is you're you're developing and growing more neural pathways and over time you change the frequencies of these tones um and they're kind of below the the audio level so you just really can't hear them they're sub-audio but um Yeah, that's a type of energy that stimulates uh, actual physiological effect in your mind and in your body. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's so many different modalities of sound healing. I mean, you go to a sound meditation, sound bowls are unbelievable. They can transport you to a completely different place. And after you might wake up and be like, where in the world Mm -hmm. was I? Yeah, and you weren't lying on the floor in a studio next to some, you know, <laughs> hippie dude rubbing a crystal bowl.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah. Same with the Koshi chimes. I mean, those uh, yeah. those are uh. so amazing. Like, they're they're frequencies that I don't even know. It's just amazing. Sure. It w- how they how they resonate mm-hmm. in my body. And so, yeah. So music in general is just amazing. So I think at the end of the day, it's just rem- like for people to understand energy is all around us, it can be manipulated in several different ways and it can be ingested or or taken in Um, our awareness of the energy is really what we need to pay attention to Mm -hmm. that's all around us and we can do that just by tuning into our bodies.
1: Tune in pay attention there there are subtle things that you'll realize and, and this is like a pet peeve of mine, Laura finds this funny if we're driving along in the car and there's something rattling in the back. Oh, yeah, you hate it. You know, I don't know what it could be. I, something banging on the window. But if like it's ding, rattling, ding, that's ding. energy, and it is just, I mean, it is just—I mean—it it is drives up, you batty. My, up my spine. I mean, if you're sitting in your house, there could be the hum of a refrigerator. I mean, if you kind of tone these things out and become more aware of it, I mean, we, we sit here and we have a real subtle waterfall in the background. And that's a subtle energy that we feel that our bodies receive better than you know the hum of the air conditioner
3: <laughs> or
1: the pool pump or you know the refrigerator all those things have sound and energy mm-hmm.
2: um, but then also we also light incense and that carries an energy mm-hmm. into the space and so there's different ways and then music obviously, mm-hmm. when you play music, and so there's so many different ways to. Um, have energy surrounding you where you can manipulate the energy around you.
1: Yeah. Uh, the key yeah. is the awareness of those energies Correct. that you, that are affecting you yeah. that you don't know, that you don't understand. Yes. Either that you control or don't control. Either way, awareness to it can either give you the ability to avoid it or to do something about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah, and I think the best course of action is always... As we already said, like starting from yourself mm-hmm. to tune in with your own energy. And then definitely by like more experience, you mm-hmm. can tune in with the energy around, around you, you. Mm-hmm. and you would develop a discernment of what is actually your mind interpreting and your mind prejudgment or anything mm-hmm. and
2: at what actually is true or there. Right, like, you make a good dis- dis- distinction there about whether you're actually interjecting your own uh, like um, opinions about what the energy yeah. is or is it really that that's the energy. So yeah. there is a discernment that needs to happen. And that's a trial, yeah. try and error because it's very
0: hard to explain to anyone because it's going to be your own way. It's yeah. Your own way. Because it's like how you perceive and I cannot, nobody c- know how other people perceive so Correct. it's really an inner discovery yeah. that has to be done by yourself that's,
1: and that's the tough part because for me personally I always look to point the finger you know I'm like, oh man, yes. it's this that's causing the problem or it's that that's causing the problem <laughs> I, or it's you that's causing the problem yeah and I point uh, the finger yeah, to myself fucking, always Yeah, yeah. For yeah I'm, I'm the problem you know you're just the symptom of it
0: yeah yeah I'm like I'm the problem and you're like, oh, everybody else is a problem. Right. It's the one option or the other, and it's not. Yeah. So it's like growing that discernment. Yeah. Start from yourself. And then, like, the more also you are balanced and you do that work, and the more you carry your own light, and that would be, like, a, if you want a shield, you don't have one... Um, When we start hearing or knowing about this energy, we may become sort of afraid of like what can affect us, and and like almost, Mm. you
3: know, like running
0: away from life of fear of like energy. And it's like no, the more you grow, like you're light, like a light bulb. Mm -hmm. The more you radiate those light. Yeah. So always for me, um, it's always been. Because like that's something that we can hear often, especially when we start this spiritual work, and and this fear of energy or this personal, but energy and all that. And I will always remember this little story about Buddha. That yeah. Buddha, when he heard about hell, you know, because like in India they didn't have the story about heaven and hell like in Christianity, um, he said, "Oh, okay, well I want to go to hell." Like what would they do in heaven? Everybody's good there. And <laughs> <laughs> there's so much work to be done in hell. Then let mm-hmm. me go. And it's like no fear because it's like he's gonna bring the light. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't have fear of being, like in, of having bad energy from people in hell because he was so strong in his light, his own light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm definitely not there. But it's a good example of like okay, we, so work on. My own energy. Work on your own energy, so that you can be strong in this light. And it doesn't matter what are the light in the room you are gonna, or the energy in the room you're gonna bring the that energy. Yeah. You're gonna be the
2: crystal. Correct. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the higher vibrational energies will win out um, over the lower vibrational energies because of what is it? The law of attunement, um, where an energy you actually um, the frequencies they have to. When they meet each other, they have to attune to one another. So if you hold the higher vibration, it has to raise to you or you have to lower to it. And if you are in a space like, for example, um, a ceremony, if you maintain that higher vibration, if you maintain your light, if you keep that frequency high, everything else must raise up to it, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So... Yeah, it. I think it's just a matter of knowing what what energy is around you, knowing what your own energy is, making and at the end of the day, making sure you always maintain it and keep it at a high vibration. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't matter what's around you. Yeah, and it's yeah. a journey as well. So, but it's really difficult to do that. It's a journey. I, it is. Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah. Just take it as a process. Enjoy the process.
2: Exactly. I think it's fun. I think working with energy is fun. <laughs> Like just paying attention to it, knowing about it, like over the last few years, like worth working with it. It's just, for me, it's just been an exploration and I, every, every mm-hmm. year we seem oh, to yes. learn more and more oh, and more yes. and yes. work with it more and more and more. And it's just, I think it's fun. For me, it's
1: absolutely fascinating. And I think like,
2: mm-hmm. why, why in the world did I have to tr- stumble
1: into and figure this shit all out on my own? Like, <laughs> this isn't taught in a class or a school or really mentioned. <laughs> But I mean, right. it's literally well, not in regular school. No, but <laughs> so many
2: things I it's not. the
1: foundation of everything.
2: It literally, it
1: literally, is. Is, I mean, the only th- what you learn in school is what we started with. Oh, E equals M C squared. Something you're going to repeat and feedback actually has really no applicable value other than you know some you know application in a scientific lab that none of us are ever going to participate in. But when you get down to the real basics of what energy is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it should be taught.
3: Yeah, you know, so many um, I mean, things should be taught. We have to do taught. this
1: fucking podcast so- to kind of relay, you know, <laughs> to people how you Here. pick up on some how someone's feeling. <laughs> I mean, shit, it should be like before you go to preschool.
2: Like, here's an easy example, right? To 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 teach people how to to feel energy. If you take your hands and you rub them together really fast, mm. you know, just. Yeah. And you're making energy with them. And then you pull your hands apart after like 30 seconds. Feel in between. Feel what's in between your hands, your palms. It will, that energy
3: is there.
2: All right. I don't know about that. Yeah, but you will feel the energy and you can manipulate it. That's energy. Mm-hmm. So um, energy is all around you and you can actually work with it and play with it. But you have to be aware of it first.
0: Yes. it's a lot to learn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we are already
2: at one hour. Mark. Wow. We have talked an hour about I know, energy. And we I probably. Know this is
1: 101 because you get yeah, really deep in this complicated, pretty, like emotional energy, and yes, sexual energy. it's so I mean, vast. So many different routes you can go Frequencies, on.
2: Frequencies. Yeah. There's so much we can get into, so Mm -hmm. we will leave it at that. But if you have any questions for us about energy or how how you perceive it or um, what to do with it, please leave a comment and let us know. Yeah, Yeah. community
1: announcement. We're going to do an episode of The Mailbag. So, if you have questions, send in your questions,
2: and mm-hmm. we will About answer About any that. of our episodes.
1: Melissa yes. doesn't know what a mailbag is. No. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, it's not a bag on a mail being, if that's what you're thinking. It's usually the postal carrier who's delivering the mail.
2: Yes, he wears a mailbag. He wears a
1: mailbag. We'll leave it it at that. And it's bag, not sack.
2: All right. We're taking your mail or questions. Email. So email us. um, Comments, Comment on. Yeah. Whatever it is, however you want to get a hold of us, send us your questions. We would love to hear um, your questions about any of our episodes. Just let us know which episode that you're referring to and what your question is. And we will answer you on our next podcast. Thank you for listening. We love you all and cacao you later.